0: A 50-foot containment wall is erected along the New Jersey shoreline. God, I not football for. The rules are simple. Cookies. Once you go in, you don't come out. It's fresh cookies. Your What's up, freaks? New intro. Welcome to Fresh Cookies Football, I'm your host Nery Rodriguez. Second episode of HBO's Hard Knocks premiering last night, we'll get to that, but first, as always, be sure to follow us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, it's at Fresh Cookies Show, on Twitter, it's at Fresh Cookies Pod, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Before we get to this week's episode, I just want to make a correction. On last week's Hard Knocks episode, I was talking about Melvin Gordon He's no longer with the Chargers, I don't know what I was smoking, probably some dirt, but he's on the Broncos now, so obviously he won't be making an appearance on Hard Knocks, my bad. So anyway, second episode of the season premiered last night, and I gotta tell you, this season's kinda boring, and by kinda boring AF. I mean, I gave them a pass on the first episode, and not even a pass. I genuinely liked the first episode, but they got to pick it up. I'm just seeing a whole bunch of crying. Like, I understand this is tough for y'all, but imagine going through the pandemic and you didn't have money. Like, I feel for the rookies and all the, you know, unsigned free agents, all all those people trying to earn a spot, but like, how I'm supposed to be locked in for this football season, and we got so much drama around Jalen Ramsey buying a house. I'm not going to GD, but damn, if y'all don't perk up, I know he's in some contract disputes, but we know he's going to get it. We know he's going to get the bag. And I just wonder what the thought process was behind following Ramsey for that moment. I know there's not a lot going on in training camp, which there really is because they're preparing for an NFL season like no other. And we're worried if this guy can get an infinity pool or not. This is the first time all training camp that they get helmets, and this is what we're dealing with. I want dude to have a roof over his head, but I don't need need to see them build the roof. And I think what it comes down to, I was trying to deny the inevitable, but the fact is both the Rams and the Chargers are just boring. On the Rams side, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and Cooper Cup are really the only ones that have hype behind them. Jared Goff got to prove it again. I understand he went to the Super Bowl, but he also didn't do anything in that Super Bowl. And just because McVay's a likable character, don't mean he's off the chopping block either. As innovative and all the new age stuff that he tries with his team, it doesn't look that effective. At times, I mean I'm not an NFL coach, but I'm just saying at times it looks like they're kind of going through the motions. And the times they look dominant, like I said, it's it's a, it's players like Ramsey and Donald that are making the plays on defense. Cooper Cup on offense, straight filthy. Can't wait till they feature more of him on the show. And that's another part. We haven't seen any Cooper Cup yet. We want to see the Cup, damn it. Shout out to him, though. He's a, he's a fantasy beast every year. Him, Adam Thielen, Julio Jones, Michael Williams on the Saints, Mike Evans, And I know I'm forgetting a bunch of people, but some of the most... Oh, Julian Edelman. My bad, Jules. But hey, at least you can't say I'm biased. All right? I named a whole bunch of other people before I put my own guy in there. So, back the fuck up. But yeah, and that's not even including Travis Kelsey. I can go into tight ends, but we want to see Cooper Cup. The Rams have every chance to be interesting but I just don't see it in them, you know, I don't know what it is, the players have character, it's just, they they don't have that thing, you know, like, it's almost too soft, not even soft, because the effort's there, the talent's there, I just think it's the mindset, you know, the persona they put out, and I understand the game's gonna speak for itself, it's just, you can play a team with less talent, but if they have more intensity than you, That's all the makings for an upset that week. And you know how that shit goes in the NFL. Baltimore Ravens will tell you. Tennessee coming in last year. Beat them on the road with the MVP with a week's rest. And that offense was sick. Not only the offense, the defense too. Special teams, everything. Really thought the AFC championship was going to be the Chiefs and the Ravens. But here we are. Season's about to start and the Chiefs are the champs. And don't even get me started, because the Texans should have beat them and blew it like a bunch of ninnies, and just a hand-over-the-face emoji reaction to that. I mean, Bill O'Brien will get it right one day. Just not sure if it's going to be anytime soon. So yeah, the Rams, they're boring, and the Chargers not making much of a better case. We saw Joey Bosa last week signing his contract. That was cool. Really like Coach Anthony Lynn. I hope he has some longevity in this league nice guy great coaching ethics like his demeanor and he's good for the NFL you want to see a guy like that be a head coach but a little bit of the same thing with the Rams the Chargers just I don't know they have playmakers they just don't have that kind of attitude to them and I know they're they're replacing a vet like Phillip Rivers And it's actually interesting because throughout the whole thing, they haven't even mentioned the fact that they're basically finding someone to replace Philip Rivers, who is their longtime vet. I know he's not there anymore, but he was your quarterback for mad Long, so I feel like they should address it somehow. And I get they're trying to move forward with the future and not look back. I just want them to touch upon the fact that they're going to have somebody new in there. And they can definitely run a new offense. So hopefully we'll see that on the upcoming episodes. But for right now, no swag. And it's not their fault. I think there's only a few teams in the league right now that have their swag. I'd probably say the Ravens, the Bucks, and the Chiefs. Chiefs riding on cloud nine right now. They're everybody signing big contracts over there. They'll have the fans to start. And they got the best quarterback in the league right now. And I love Patrick Mahomes, but the media makes it so hard to root for him. Like, I feel like the standard now is the moment you have any type of talent, they automatically they're going to like the moment they saw that he was good. They already jumped to the narrative, could be better than Brady, probably is going to be better than Brady. And I'm like, yo, I know dude makes good plays and he's an MVP, but why are y'all so quick? to discredit the patriots and be like oh well someone you know someone will come along it's like yeah but not for any time soon i like the chiefs and i think they're very talented but let them have their own thing you really want to put what the chief's legacy could be versus what the patriots have already accomplished against each other come on it's not even a fair fight fatality flawless victory all right that game they beat the Patriots in last year in the regular season was BS anyway. And New England kind of crumbled at the end of the year last year. So, I, you know, not saying the Chiefs wouldn't have beat them in the playoffs, but we still wanted that ass, and that was left on the table. So when we see them this year, I hope we put a 50-piece up. Anyway, getting back to my argument, not really an argument. We're talking about hard knocks. Now I'm getting all worked up. See, this is this is what the NFL does to me. Now I'm seeing double. Got veins popping out. It's not a good look. But yeah, a lot of NFL teams still coming into their swag for the season. Only those lucky select few have it right now. We'll see if it stays, though. Now, not all hope is lost. Because I love that Austin Eckler segment. Great running back. Glad he's getting paid this year with Melvin Gordon not there. He's gonna be the primary back. And you can't say enough about this guy's attitude. I touched upon it being kind of tough for them to make cuts with no preseason games. And you watch this episode, this dude giving you a first hand account of how important preseason games are because in his last one, he made a few good plays and he got on the roster as is the case with a lot of players but to see this guy signing what a 25 million dollar contract something like that after almost not even making the team a couple years ago just phenomenal so shout out to him and I, and I know he's on a different team but uh Philip Lindsay as well that's my dude and obviously the great Christian McCaffrey McCaffrey serving that shit up every Sunday Don't get it twisted. And then on the Rams' side, some lineman love. Andrew Whitworth, the old vet, was on the Bengals' season of Hard Knocks, had a great interaction with Chad Ochocinco, Chad Johnson. I I call him Cinco, but that's because we know each other. But yeah, Whitworth, the old vet, taking it with grace, lots of jokes thrown at him, was a good sport about it. And shout-out to his whole family. Whole family beat the Rona in-laws and all straight iron lung status like i said though no real action and it's it's making it tough to make cuts and to watch honestly the coaches know what they're looking for to make cuts and it's just a numbers game i know they're not cutting these people because in some cases they're not cutting these people because they think they suck they're just cutting them because they don't have the space and that's the same case every year with training camp But I'd be lying if I didn't say that this season's boring and I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because it's the second episode, but there's not going to be that many seasons starting up soon. I don't know HBO's selection process behind how they got to the Rams and the Chargers. I have a feeling that they were two of the only teams that actually wanted to do it. And because they're getting the new stadium, they figured they feature them. And that's also the contrast behind the season as well, that they're they're building the new stadium, but both franchises are kind of building something new. No, the Rams, not so much. I mean, I know they just moved back to L.A. a couple of years ago, but their foundation's been pretty much set. They went to a Super Bowl and lost, by the way, but it speaks more on the Chargers side. And once again, I mentioned this last episode, but... Justin Herbert is hopefully going to be an exceptional talent. I mean, the dude's got a good work ethic. He's got a good attitude. And it was interesting to see how he's going to have to transition from being in the shotgun and taking the silent count at Oregon to now being under center in the NFL. They talked about it last night, but I think he'll be fine. As accurate as he was in the first episode hitting those targets, dude's not a slouch, definitely worked out during the quarantine. And I can't wait to see what he does. Oh, and another note from this episode. Shout out to Darius Bradwell running back for the Chargers. My man was getting hounded for his weight, but took it like a champ. We've all been there. And hopefully he can drop some LBs to make the roster. I'm pulling for you, man. I love the Biggest Loser. What was messed up? I had a kid tell me, the Biggest Loser is whoever watches that show. So it's been a couple years since I've watched because my ego hasn't recovered. I just hope he drops the weight. Us thick kings need love too. I'm going to keep watching. It's been interesting to see how the NFL has handled the COVID, but at the end of the day, I'm here to escape this crazy-ass reality we're living in, not regurgitate the same BS I see every day. So I hope Hard Knocks picks up. Now, coming up next week, I'm sure they're going to have to address the fact that Melvin Ingram is sitting out because of contract issues. Be weird if they didn't. Apparently, Joey Bosa on board. I don't know if the episode is going to reflect that, but it's out there. So we shall see. Wouldn't be a season of hard knocks if there wasn't some type of contract dispute. I mean, I think that's what made the Jets season one of my favorite seasons of all time rex ryan was built for that shit team had talent they had a lot of character and once they got revis in that shit was jumping so i'm i'm kind of hoping for something like that to happen this season i'm not gonna lie when it came to the both the rams and the raiders i tuned out those years it's just with no preseason this is all the nfl football i'm gonna get for right now so pick it up rams and chargers who knows maybe week three will be a turning point the only way to find out is to watch and check back in with us you can catch our hard knocks recap every wednesday if you have hbo watch hard knocks on tuesday nights at 10 if you don't hit me up and i'll see if i can get you a password all right we got three weeks till the season starts people hang in there stay tuned for more content I told you last show, we have that last Chance you episode coming, so stay tuned. We're also going to have a lot of content leading up to the NFL kickoff. Follow us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, it's at Fresh show. On Twitter, it's at FreshCookies Pod, and follow the YouTube channel. Show the YouTube some love. All right, we got NBA playoffs tonight, so I gotta get ready for that. Sure, I'll be putting my foot in my mouth, but what's new? Thanks for stopping in today. Always great to have you. And we're looking forward to a great NFL season with you. I'm Neri Rodriguez, and you already know, it's Fresh Cookies. A 50-foot containment wall is erected along the New Jersey shoreline. That I got no play football before. The rules are simple. Cookies! Once you go in, you don't come out. It's fresh cookies!